With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Crawford now, he attacks. Can he finish on the left hand? You bet no! In and out, Christopher with a rebound. Four of the shots lost. Doyle from a long way out. Got it! That well, on Doyle. Now, what's he going to do? He's going to cut to the lane. Oh, it's a tough shot from Doyle! Off the glass! Rattles it in off the right hand! And it'll go the line for a three-point play. Seven to two. <coughs> Doyle guarding. McDaniel against his outside. Crossover move from the elbow. McDaniel can't make it! Big Jackie's win! Jack Jumpers win and an epic here in Launceston. That is the dulcet tones of my co-host this morning, David Flash Lithgow. Very nicely done from you, Flash. What a game. They've uh, had some close ones, haven't they? So you go back to the start of the season. The first game was one of the games of the year. There was a four or five point loss over there in Perth in a high scoring game. Then they lost uh, by a point to the Phoenix, had an opportunity to go into overtime. Yep. Ding misses the, the free throw. Uh, a furious comeback against Melbourne when they were 20 down, got back to four, 18 down, I think they were, got back to four with, what was it, 40 seconds ago, had an opportunity yeah. as well. And then, of course, Brisbane up there last week, lost by three. Jordan Crawford had an opportunity to send it into overtime at the buzzer. So they haven't been able to win those close ones, incidentally, really have they? Perhaps apart from the comeback early in the year against Melbourne when mm-hmm. they, they came back late. So they needed that. They did their best, if I could be really frank about it, to to cost themselves because they had, I think Crawford missed three open threes in those last couple of minutes. They just couldn't buy a bucket late, could they? And no. then McDaniel, I mean, is he the guy you want the ball in the hands? I would have much preferred Sobey or someone to get yeah. a dribble handoff. And I mean, McDaniel was probably a fourth option that you really wanted. But... He has been making those little jumpers, mm, hasn't he? Mm, mm. And do you, what do you do in that situation? Do you go for the three and try and win it? Do you go for the two and, and try and tie it up to go to overtime? It's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. I I, I just, whatever they do, I, I just wanted Sobe ball in hand. Yep. I mean, yep. he, if he's you get him cut he, to the ring, he'd already been to the line several times. He's the best free throw shooter in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they would look back at that and think, Golly, because it was a huge game for the Bullets, wasn't it? Because if they were five and five and four, they go to six and four. Jack Jumpers would have gone to four and five. Correct. Suddenly, that's all, that was an old-fashioned eight-point game. Yep, hundred mm. percent. Well, did obviously didn't hear you guys on the broadcast. What about when JB Jared Bairstow wasn't on the team sheet? Did, did, were what, you guys across what was happening yeah, then? Chris Simons was on to it straight away. Yep, and he said, "No, we can't go on." Mm. I mean, now who stuffed that up? Was it? The ESPN folks, but uh, the what has to happen is that they need to tick it off. Uh, mm. From my the Jack Jumpers need to actually say, "Well, yep, everyone's there," but then he could go on, and that was a pivotal moment because Bearstow, he is so competitive. Mm. I would like him at times. He's in this mode now, Brent, where he just doesn't want to shoot mm. at all, and I think you know he needs to back himself in a little bit sometimes. He had. You know, he had the lane to himself there once or twice the other night where he could have actually taken to the hoop and finished. But you want to talk about 
commitment. Oh. But Aaron Baines is 120 something kilos, six foot 11, Massive. and he's the angriest man in the world, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't he? He'd squash all of us. Um, he just refuses to relent. Mm-hmm. He bashes, he crashes. He's six seven, I reckon, Besto. Yep. He'd be 103 kilos, tops, not even. I mean, he's probably not 100. Um, he is a competitor. You, this is why, and you know, being on the inner circle, this is why he's so highly regarded. You know, they just love him internally. Absolutely. And and he showed again the importance he's got and just to compete. We saw that picture with him and big Rocco. Rocco yes. Rocco's seven foot three. Okay. Now he's units. got a bit of he's got a bit of pipe work to do. He's yep. obviously just, but he was giving away eight inches. Yeah. Incredible. No, it was indeed. A good win for the Jack Jumpers are off to Adelaide next weekend. So that'll be a an interesting game over there as well. The 36 is obviously coming off a loss to the Wildcats, who got back on the winners list, which was uh, good for us here at SEN. I don't mind this. Just just digressing here. This is from Jack from Bridport, my part of the world, of course. He sounded fine yesterday. I really <laughs> hope Tim wasn't riding on the back of a golf cart yes. and fell off. <laughs> Do we have some confirmation from Maxi? Was he a couple of frothies under well, the belt? Was he? They got so much. They got so many days between games. Exactly. You can probably understand. If the guys had a beer, etc. But yes, it's interesting. Back to Adelaide, the Jackies. They're yeah. going well. That's a big game, and look, they have had a tough draw, haven't they? Oh, no doubt, no you doubt know. about it. We've well, yeah, look at it. We've got Melbourne United twice, yes. Perth over there, yes, Sydney at home. We've played obviously as well. Kudos Bank Arena. Been to Brisbane, so yeah, it's, it is. It's 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 going to be tough all year, though, isn't it? As Scott Roth says, there's no easy games anymore in the NBL. None. The top two teams have lost four games between the Melbourne and Sydney. Mm-hmm. Three of them to Tasmania. I think that says enough about the form line um, overall. Absolutely. All right, let's switch to Sheffield Shield cricket. Day one yesterday, of course, over there at the Junction Oval. Tasmania at Stumps, four for 282. And a massive uh, century to Charlie Wakeham. In fact, he's unbeaten 148 at Stumps, which was fantastic to see. He's having a good season, Charlie. Incredible. 33 years of age almost. Um, and, you, and you know as a batter, don't you, that those early 30s can be so prosperous. People forget that Michael Hussey was pretty much nearly 30 mm-hmm. when he got his opportunity. So there's no reason why Charlie can't, you know, for the next two or three years continue this form. This is a good story, and I didn't see this coming, Brent. I mean, they, they, they're in a position, Victoria are not what we have seen the last few years. 300 almost on the board. They can set this game up on top of the ladder. If they get a win here, the next Shield game is against New South Wales. Yep, who are battling. You and I may get a game for New South Wales <laughs> yeah. the way they're going at the moment. That's and right. I've seen your footage, and I know people have seen mine. <laughs> that gives you an indication that they're not travelling too well. Uh, this is this is an underrated story that I yeah I I certainly didn't see it coming. It's a, it's excellent. Tim Ward sixty seven, good knock from him he as well. That. Caleb Jewell six. We've got a text in here. Caleb Jewell is getting caught behind the wicket a lot this Shield season. Is he better placed at four or five in the batting order? That's from David of Launceston. Um, it's it's a it's a reasonable question. I, I think. I'm not sure what you think, Brent. I think that he's um, we just yeah, just hanging there now. Uh, he he had a terrific back end of the year, Caleb, didn't mm. he? Uh, he's just struggling to whisker. Made some runs at, over in Adelaide, um, but his century last start in the one day too. Form in that, I think he's just made the right stuff. We're just going to hang in there with him. Well, I mean, this is the trouble with an opener. You can you can get some goodies early, and you can nick off. And after two or three games, you you haven't scored. Um, 
Yeah, no, he's a he's an opener until further notice. I would have thought. Jake Doran, thirteen on his return to the Shield side too from injury, of course. Uh, Bo Webster, the other not out batsman at the crease. Well, that's the story. Bo Webster, he yep. is. Is there a more informed cricketer <sighs> in the country? I don't think there is. Twenty nine years of age. You talked about Wakeham at thirty two. Mm-hmm. You know this is Bo Webster. He played all the off season. He went over, played some counties cricket. He then went. Played a little bit with Essex, snuck down to Zimbabwe for a, a tournament. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And he's one of those guys who's had a bit of scrutiny over the time, hasn't he, that hasn't perhaps elevated his game to a consistent place. He is in awesome form. Absolutely. Looking forward to day two coming up this morning from the Junction Oval over there in Melbourne. Uh, the Hurricanes, not ideal for them over the weekend. Lost the top of the table clash against Brisbane. Only making 120 with the bat. Mm. I've got some concerns about Brownie Smith. Uh, I think she got 11 the other night, but just hasn't got going, has she? Uh, one of our three imports, which is um, no. tough to watch. Yeah, and Lizelle Lee hasn't had the impact that she probably has done in previous years. They had, had the a good... 90, uh, but should have she been did. out, of course, in that game in Launceston. She, she, um, there's a, just a bit of stability at the top, is which is the issue. Is it? But look, they had a good week. I mean, Absolutely. They, they ran. Yeah. They've won three of the last four, still haven't. Oh, no, they won two in a row. So what are they now, Brent? They're three and three? Yeah, it would be. All right. yeah. yeah. So look, it's an even even competition. They just want to... Yeah, that was disappointing with the bat. I mean, they, they fought with the ball still again, didn't they? Molly yep. Strano's amazing. Mm-hmm. She um, never goes for more than 22 or three. They just need... Yeah, they just need a little bit more volume at the top of the order. Elise Villani having a great season yeah, after missing the first couple of games. She's come in beautifully. Uh, not great news in the hockey over the weekend. Our women's Tassie Tigers side was thrashed, to be fair, by New South Wales in Hockey 1-8-1. And our men's side went down on penalties 5-4 to New South Wales. But we get some points out of that game because it was tied up at uh, at full time into regulation time, of course. Eddie Ockenham, of course, not playing. Mm. He's got a knee issue. It's fine. And he's a couple of, couple of weeks ago, he's... Spoke to him on Friday about very disappointed that he can't be there, but terrific competition. And I urge anybody you know that that hasn't seen the the Tassie Tigers at at the top level. It is awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Now good got... facilities still. Like this, yeah. basketball basketball would love to have facilities like we have in hockey That's and, right. and footy, etc. Definitely. 0437 552535. Give us your takeaways from the weekend of sport. It might be about the Cricket World Cup. It might be about the Jack Jumpers. Were you there at the Silverdome on Saturday night? Let us know what you think about the JJ's form at the moment. A couple of texts in here before we go to the news. Don't underestimate the athletic attributes of David Lithgow. He didn't get the nickname of Tassie for no reason. Self-proclaimed being great at all sports at school. That's from Will from North Hobart. Thanks for your text, Will. Um, That's a bit of a clip (laughs) and a bit of a hug around me. I'm not sure that's uh, overly complimentary, but... We'll see. Okay, all good. <laughs> Another one here from Flash in Latrobe. Morning, lads. Just taking our POM import up to Cradle Mountain for the day. He's not keen to talk World Cup. Laugh out loud. You're dropping in and out, so it'll be a podcast listen later. I'd love Ari at North. He's the type of player we have a need for, plus a few others. Laugh out loud again from Flash. Thanks for your text this morning, mate. Enjoy Cradle today. We're going to get to news, sport, and weather on the other side of it. Questions without notice.